1: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: Becca, do you want a clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway.
2: Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration.
0: Get Clorox and at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination. Whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts Macy's has them oh and those Dolce Vita sandals Seeds Infused Tequila.
2: Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York.
0: Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Radd, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award winning podcast. Hello,
2: everybody. Happy Monday.
0: Oh, it is Monday. It is Monday. Oh, yeah.
2: we're, we're actually in the studio much later than we normally are. Mm-hmm. This is like after
0: hours scrubbing in. You know what? I actually was going to... Um, bring a drink. Bring yes. me too. I actually thought about doing another game, Part two. Part oh. But deux? Part two, Part two. But <laughs> I remembered how everybody poo-pooed my um, call to action last time. So if figured... It wasn't...
2: No, we didn't poo-poo it. It was more... Said-
0: For special occasions.
2: Well, like once a month. We don't want to like overdo it. Right. It's
1: only been what? Two two weeks. weeks? (laughs) Biweekly we're doing these.
2: Yeah. She's like, meet me in the middle. I'm actually wearing, I'm wearing my uh, Maui shirt that I got in the airport. in Maui.
0: I came very
1: close to buying that exact same shirt. I'm not joking. I bought two of them. (laughs) Oh, they're
2: comfy.
0: I love them. Wait, so if I would have suggested that you guys would have played truth or drink again?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would have done. I wouldn't have been like,' no, we're not doing that, but i I wasn't I was just planning on bringing wine to like hang out oh, just like wine. have it be chilled, yeah, oh, okay. not be
1: an interrogation,
2: yeah, I didn't need the interrogation <laughs> um but i have, I'm on the same wavelength, yeah, yeah, dang how was
0: your what what's new? what's new in lo- your life? Well, we've been hanging out a lot together, which I really am enjoying a lot of. we have uh-huh it's
2: been really fun. <laughs> <laughs> What? I can't even say, like, I can't even try and be genuine about comments like that because everyone
0: laughs around me. So sad. I am having fun. You're like one of my best friends. No, I know. It's true. And I do have to say, um, you have been very, uh, what's the word? Like down. You're like hashtag down. I'm hashtag. I quit. You're hashtag down. And I'm Wait, so Wait, but into what it. does
2: hashtag down mean?
0: You're like down for, Oh, just, like, like down to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: was going to say DTF, but like DTHF, down to have fun. Down
0: to have fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get on the mantra of ju- hashtag just live. Just live. I've also been, it's really weird, but I've regressed to like teenage years of staying up so late and then sleeping so late. So I'm like up at night. So if anytime you're like, let's go do something at night. I'm down right now. Yeah, I'm in a phase, I'm like college student. It's so weird. How long are you really staying weird. up? Like last night, I was up till well, I was up till 4:30 this morning. <laughs> like and like I, I don't even understand how okay. she does that. I try. I I almost got to the point where I was like, I'm gonna take Advil PM or something. But I don't really like taking stuff unnecessarily. But I was desperate because I was reading. I watched TV. I tried everything. It wasn't like I was just. On my phone. Yeah. I was on my phone, but I was like, tr- I tried to shut my mind off
0: a few times and nothing worked. I remember I was going to work one day and I was texting you and you were like, I'm still up <laughs> for the night, by the way. I was like,
2: okay. Well, seemed- that could be at like 3.30 sometimes. For no, me. it was like six something. I
0: was like, this is really dark. Those are bad
2: ones. When <laughs> yeah. it goes past four, it's really just not good. And the
0: problem with me is like, we got back for uh, Saturday night. We got back at like one something-ish. Oh, yeah. So I didn't go to sleep till two something and my body clock just wakes up early so I'm like up at 7 38 like bing! like no matter what so it's really not be does not behoove me to just <laughs> stay out late
2: yeah we well we went to um the children's hospital prom which is always just like the cutest and best time ever shout out to Kara yeah she's a child life specialist at um children's hospital orange county and she is an angel on this earth honestly
0: she is not even human like i'm obsessed with her she it really is an angel she so the theme was um was it there's no place like home or
2: like a so, wizard of yeah. oz theme yeah that was my senior prom or one of my prom um uh, themes as well Also, really brought you back it brought me back but also it was so much better than my prom. like it was just way better more like the decoration. I mean, know. Like you can then, just like, tell, like they just put so much heart into it. Yeah. It was really fun. It was really fun. So it's always a highlight. Bestie activity. It really so. is. And Paulina was with us. Um, and then we came back to LA and Tanya had been invited by one of her, um, guy friends, Beau to come to his birthday party. Mm-hmm. So we got back at like 1030 and I had driven down Orange County and we get back and, uh, got to my house because everyone's cars were there I was like are you sure are <laughs> you still want to go <laughs> like uh, I'm home so just let me
0: know <laughs> I was like yes we're going out we're gonna celebrate Bo's birthday it's gonna be all our friends it's gonna be so cute yeah and so um we went we had some sake some sake which by the way is my new favorite drunk we didn't, didn't get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't drink enough. Is the problem? We were
2: like chugging it before trying to get like a nice little buzz before we go to this party. And I've I've never felt. Oh, we stopped at raising canes after the chalk prom. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so I think I like nothing could touch me because I was like absorbing it all because of all the carbs I consumed.
0: But I didn't have those. Yeah, I, had, I don't like, know what your French problem was. <laughs> I was like not <laughs> drunk at all. But I just don't think we had enough. We drank the whole bottle, but it's like a. Personal bottle, like it's like for oh, those for one for a son person.
1: Did you have it hot? Is that it's a thing? Did you heat it up? I don't think Wait, I it's, it Yeah, first. son person like room cracked. temp. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it was room temp. But anyways, we I was like waiting for it to hit. We get in the Uber, just waiting, nothing, nothing, nada, nada. nada. We get to the place and there's three parties going on. It was madness. You could not. You were like having to physically move people to walk through. It was one thousand degrees. Yeah. Who was um, I was still in my chalk prom outfit. <laughs>
0: <was not> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We did it. We made it.
2: Still so I'd never been more sober never at like sober. an event where you need to be a little drunk. Yeah. I could have just used a little bit of a little buzz. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of what else happened that night. That was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. We, we booked things. our trip for Ashley and Jared's wedding. We did. We booked our hotel.
0: Mm-hmm. Got to book our flight. Yeah. But that's exciting.
2: Very exciting. Very happy for those two. No one. I mean, they are M-F-E-O meant for each other. Wow.
0: Is this like a new thing you're doing with like the words? Shortening
2: the words? It could be for this podcast. Oh, okay. I've done two already. Okay. So I'm going to keep it going, I guess. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's all. That's really the, the, those were the highlights of my weekend. The
0: Highlights. Feels weird not having Mark here.
1: Yeah. There's a, uh, we left his chair empty though. There's a presence (laughs) of him there. (laughs) I didn't sit in his
2: chair. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, well, you've been like off work or like not having your typical schedule. So you've had a more lax, um, schedule and uh, you've been kind of
0: i feel like you've really gotten to lay low just living it's been nice it's nice to just kind of like take a beat and i don't know i guess like i don't realize how much my day is so non-stop until it's like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, like during the week when you're like on your normal routine, I know what your Insta story is going to look like. Totally. I know like how it's going to play out. <laughs> I'm going to get a song of the day. I'm going to get a workout video of you dancing <laughs> and singing <laughs> and I'm going to get something from like the work environment. <laughs> right, right. Or like right. you opening a box being like, this is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> or are you at an event or yeah, getting your makeup yeah, yeah, done yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah Um So Oh but I do have to say Um A couple things happened I feel like I Finally Um Put a button On the Mr. D thing Oh wow Like Goodbye Oh just Songs. It's done San's yeah. yeah. D San's <laughs> D Um I just kind of felt like At this Like Stage in my life I'm not playing games mm-hmm. It is You know what I mean I am woman Hear me roar And if you don't want to like no, so yeah. I felt like I was handing out a discount. Did we talk
2: about um, our night out when we after we did our photo shoot and everything together? Did we already talk about that? No, no. Well, we had a, a photo shoot for something, a project I have coming out in the fall, and then Tanya goes, "Oh um, uh, yeah," she comes up to me as I'm sitting in the makeup chair, and she goes, "Hey, I feel like I need to go out tonight because my hair's done, my makeup's done, I'm feeling good." So I'm gonna call who was it d d yeah, and there was another past gentleman that yeah. I will he will remain nameless, <laughs> remain nameless, yeah, yeah, and um, I was like, that is not quitting. that's the opposite of I quit. She was like, no, like I just don't care, and I'm like, but you do care, <laughs> <laughs> like I you think- will care if if you go out with especially one of these guys and it doesn't go anywhere. You'll care.
0: I think that I think for me, because Mark was like, why did you reach out to him after like basically he ghosted you if you didn't want to see him again? And I was like, because I'm I'm an adult and I'm not going to like let something just go by being ghosted. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just so not me. I've never been that person. And it's so funny because I feel like so many people that date nowadays, it's like, oh, we just like never spoke again. and It's like, man, I'm like. No, like you talk about it. And then obviously there was like a miscommunication, you know, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I'm not just going to like, let this go like that. So now I feel like I have peace of mind that it is what it is. And he's just like, not the right guy for me.
2: Was there anything that made you put an official button on it? (laughs) Cause you face, we talked about this, you FaceTimed him or he, he FaceTimed you or something.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I just kind of realized I was like handing him a coupon, you know?
2: You're giving out those, I was discount, giving out codes. those discount codes. Discount codes. You know what, Tanya?
0: You know what? <laughs> I don't give out discounts.
2: Oh, high five! We're gonna high five over that. If no, what you said
1: to him? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm giving you a discount, <laughs> and considering the discount revoked, <laughs> you can go to another store.
0: No, yeah. but it just felt so. It just felt very, um, like, not intentionally dating. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. not where I'm at right now. I'm not just dating to date. Like I'm intentionally dating. And if you don't, if you're not going to step up to the plate, then. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's why I was confused about you being like, I'm just going to text him because like I quit. And I'm like, no, that's not what you're doing. Right, right. Right. Like you, neither of these guys are your guy. So why would you even open that door again? Right. So anyways, I committed myself to going out that night after a, a long day. <laughs> that
0: was really cute, though. Yeah. It was really cute. Yeah.
2: Oh, but I don't good. even remember where we were.
0: We went to Laurel Hardware. Oh yeah, yeah, that was cute. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was, it was nice to go out and have a drink and then go home and go to sleep.
0: <laughs> the vibe at Laurel Hardware is, I love a patio with twinkle lights. Yeah, it's really. cute I heard that place
1: pops off. It's I've it's never cute, been, yeah. but it's
0: really cute. You should take yeah. Allison there for a date night. I will. Yeah, <gasps> but just make sure it's in the patio. Okay.
2: Yeah. Twinkle lights. Yeah, with the twinkle lights. Um. What did you in uh what did you do this last week, Easton? Update us.
1: Oh my goodness. People um,
2: always want to hear more from you. So <laughs>
1: um I uh we've been doing a lot of like very minor home stuff. Um we uh we redid the floors in our kitchen. <laughs> this is terribly exciting. Uh <laughs> um what else did we do? Um I have been off work, which has been nice for the last like, you know, week or two. So uh I've been around the house fixing fixing things, uh playing with the dog. Um we went to Disneyland a bunch. Um didn't go out of town or anything, but um which I think is something exciting. I'm sorry. Uh
3: no, I
2: feel like people are always just like wanting to know about you and your life. And same with Mark. Like I feel like people are always
0: like, I want to know more about Easton. And- oh my gosh. When Mark gets back. I need we need to go into a full detail about his Monday through Friday meal meal plans oh because God, every yeah. <laughs> day of the week has like an assignment of like what it's like Taco Tuesday and like Pizza Wednesday. Or I'm not really sure what it is, but every single night of the week is like a certain. Oh, like, it's always been. though? It's always been. That way. It's the cutest thing. Like I'm kind of I'm very upset.
1: jealous of it, yeah. Because we spent a lot of the week going just like wandering a wasteland, trying to think of what to do. And Mark was like, "Hey, Wednesday, I'm having spaghetti." Yeah, <laughs> like this is happening. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Whoa, you and Mark yeah. are similar, huh? Very like similar. routine. Yeah. Loves a good routine. Love a good routine. Interesting.
0: I do. It's funny because I feel as though having some sort of structure to my day makes me more productive.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I could never have your schedule. I would literally be. Oh yeah. I mean,
2: even as laid back as I am and how much I love to just like hang and chill. I even get like stir crazy Yeah, where I'm like, like I get excited when, cause a lot of the times what I do, I do at my house, you know, it's like social media stuff. So it's, it's time consuming, but it's done at my house. Yeah. Whereas, and I'm not one of those people who's like, I'm just going to go on a walk to get some fresh air. I'm like, nah, i don't have to leave the house not leaving the house (laughs) oh my gosh i like could not could not i know we're different that way um so we have a very exciting guest today a very handsome guest his name is colin egglesfield i know him well from something borrowed Oh, you Do love you? something borrowed. I love something borrowed. I love it. It's such a good movie. But, anyways, he is going to be here talking about his new book, um, and then we're going to answer some of our listener questions. But first, we're going to talk about Quip. That's right. First of all, I would like to say I'm the worst packer in the history of the world. <laughs> it's
0: very true. I don't know if you saw our Instagram stories. We went to Hawaii for 48 hours. I packed a carry on. Becca packed. Spare bedroom. <laughs> Which I just unpacked last night. <laughs> Which I unpacked the day we got back from Hawaii. <laughs> Two types of people in this world.
2: Well, um, packing your toiletries somehow is a very delicate game of stacking and maneuvering. It is like a little game of Tetris trying to get everything you possibly can in there. I really... This is me. Um, I will say packing toiletries is always a little... A little bit of a game of tetris trying to get everything in the right spot yeah i mean trying to get things to you like feel like you need things that you've never used before and you try to fit them in there mm-hmm. it's chaotic but quip is super easy to pack and have on the go because it's compact it's a wireless design it tucks easily in the corner of your carry-on or or your back pocket if you're just spending the night somewhere hey
0: <laughs> Always prepared. Always prepared. Plus, the Travel Ready uh, cover protects your brush from sandy swimsuits and luggage slip-ups. And it's a three-month battery life. It will last through a season filled with weekends away. Uh, They're making it easier than ever to keep up with your wake-up and wind-down routine when you're out of the office. So, brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Um, A friendly reminder when it's time to refresh and to stay committed to your oral health.
2: Yeah, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews, and they have a new kid's brush. It's the same as our version, just tweaked for size down mouths, which is so cute. Are you going to take your Quip on vacation with you? Of course. I always do. And it's so easy. It's cute. I mean, I see why people would want to put it in
0: their back pocket or take it in their clutch. It's cute. Quip starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com slash Becca right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Becca, getquip.com slash Becca. Now, on to something that I love talking about. Tell me. Fitness. Up. Been the gym, just, just working, working on, on my, my fitness. fitness. That's a song that they Witness. played at Chuck Prom. Yeah, it's actually Chuck Ball now, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that change, but anyways. Oh. <laughs> I digress um, Open Fit takes all of the complexity Out of losing weight and getting fit It's a brand new super simple streaming service That allows you to work out From the comfort of your living room In as little as 10 minutes a day Sculpt your body in the convenience of your own home um, With no eyes on you You can work out with amazing trainers Like Andrea Rogers Founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar Or the newest workout um, Rough around the edges With six of the most badass stunt women in the business You no longer have to worry about others watching you um, work out or feel the pressure to keep up with the others in the gym. Open Fit is great for all fitness levels.
2: And you get what you put in. So you'll see results within the first 30 days if you're putting in the work. Um, getting ready to hit the beach, but don't quite have the beach body you desire. Um, I feel like both of us, lo- you just did
0: a bar class, right? You loved that. I loved it so much.
2: Um, I feel like... Um, There's so many options on OpenFit of different types of classes you can take. It makes it so easy to pick and choose what you want to work out and how you want to work out. Um, OpenFit has changed the way we work out. And by texting our code BECCA to 303030, that's 303030, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text Becca to 303030. That's 303030. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text Becca to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. That number again, 30-30-30. And don't forget to text Becca. Um, We have a very special guest in the OR today. We have Colin Egglesfield. I know him. Well, yes, let's give him a yeah. hand. <laughs> thank you. Thank I got you. Excited. Thank you. I got, I got excited about more of the intro. I know you from one of my favorite movies,
4: Something Borrowed. Something Borrowed, <laughs> yes. What a great movie, right? It's so... I think you just played on E... Like 20 times oh, this like, past weekend. Yeah. yeah.
0: That is so funny. It really did. But I agree. I'm with Beck on this one. That was a fantastic movie.
4: Thank you very
2: much. It's one of those movies for me where when it does come on TV, I sit and watch the whole way through. Yeah. Even though I'm like. Do you I still know, cry? I'm not really a huge crier in movies in general. Yeah. So, I so I let me ask you this, no. because there's cry. a lot of
4: people who have different opinions on my character in terms of. I was engaged to Kate Hudson's character, Mm -hmm. but I'm in love with Ginny Goodwin's character. Mm -hmm. And some people think, all right, true love is what it is and that's what it should be. Others are like, you are the biggest D bag for leaving your fiance to go for another woman. So what did, what's your take on it?
0: Go ahead. Okay. Well, mine might be a little different because I was a fan of the books. So I was a little perturbed that they didn't continue to make more of the movies because It shows the, the narrative from everybody's perspective, which I feel like would open people's eyes up a little bit more because you see the story from everybody, like from every angle. And then Mm -hmm. you're more sympathetic to everybody involved. Like you're not really mad at anybody. That's how I left. Okay. I left like just loving love. Yeah. So I was just my, it irked my pickle a little (laughs) bit that we did not get more follow-up movies because the books were fantastic. And I feel like we could have done more justice you
4: know yep that's the unfortunate thing of the whole evolution of the way hollywood has uh what's it what it's turned into with regard to streaming and netflix and hulu where Mm -hmm. no one really goes to movies anymore yeah you know i Mm -hmm. think the the demographic that goes to movies is 17 year old boys is the the largest demographic of people that actually go to movies yeah so you know everything is now shifting to tv and unfortunately Something Borrowed um, was at the tail end yeah. of the whole transitioning into TV. So everyone was like, you got to make something blue. And uh-huh. unfortunately, the the box office numbers j- just don't support um, those kinds of movies anymore. It's a it's shame.
0: so interesting that Maybe you say that. Maybe a Netflix that. movie. Yeah.
4: That's like, a good let's idea. Let's bring it to Netflix. Yeah.
0: This is my pitch. Because I went, I don't, I'm not going to say the movie because it was a fantastic movie, but I went to the movies like two weeks ago and it was opening weekend and it was a fantastic movie and the theater was empty.
4: It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> what mm-hmm.
0: is happening? Like every like this movie's so good. Yeah. It really like me yeah, it made me sad.
2: Well, so if we're still talking about it my opinion on um your character was that I think if it were me in the situation where Mm -hmm. you were my fiance Mm -hmm. or like one of my really good friend's fiance, I'd be like, he is the worst human. We hate him. I would not have any sympathy. However, if I'm the person who fell in like if I'm you and I fell in love with someone and it was just this like instant connection that I couldn't
4: Mm -hmm. move on from. But wouldn't you... You wouldn't want to be with someone who didn't want to be with you, right? Exactly. So it's almost as if like, you know what, you're giving me a gift in telling me that this is not mm-hmm. how I really mm-hmm. feel. I kind of feel like I was, because my character Dex was kind of, um, he went after Darcy because she fit the mold of what he thought mm-hmm. he was he supposed wanted. to be. Mm-hmm. And as we see through the film, uh, he kind of re- starts to recognize what his true feeling is. And that's mm-hmm. what I talk about in my my book, Agile Artist. finding out what that true what your true self is getting connected with not only you know your heart but also your gut because i think a lot of the times especially growing up in the midwest where i come from Mm -hmm. it's you kind of just go to school you follow the road to go to college you get the job you get married you have the kids and then that's just what you do Mm -hmm. Um, but for me it never i never really felt like it was something that uh that, it was, it, it was, that I was passionate about, I right. guess, if you will. So I studied uh, biology pre-med at University of Iowa, thinking like, okay, this is, you know, my dad's a doctor. This kind of feels like this is the route to go. But What's to do? I wasn't completely sold on the idea of going to four more years of medical school. And randomly I heard on the radio about this model talent search at the Davenport Holiday Inn <laughs> next Tuesday night. And I was like, and they were like, you can travel the world and work with supermodels. And I was like, hmm, that sounds, sounds interesting. So I show up at this thing. And it's kind of like American Idol, where you walk in. there's two ladies in front of the desk, and um at the time, I had uh, e r was popular, so George Clooney was the man, uh-huh. and I had the George Clooney Caesar haircut uh, <laughs> glasses. and the ladies asked me to take my glasses off and mess up my hair, and then they invited me to uh, this model convention thing, which I went to in Chicago and then a few months later, I'm on runway shows in Milan, Italy with Giorgio Armani like personally fitting me with suits and then. I got to know the Versace family and doing runway shows for Versace and dinners with Elton John and Donatella and baby spice. And I mean, my whole world flipped from small town USA to like the glamor of all this like supermodel stuff. And then I moved to New York city and I was like, Oh, this will last for a couple of years. And then I'll just go back home and, you know, go to medical school. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just randomly jumped into an acting class because I started going on some commercial auditions and started, booking but i i didn't know what i was doing so my my acting teacher or my uh agent was like once you jump into an acting class have you ever thought about doing that And i said no i i mean i i was always shy and introverted growing up um but once i jumped into an acting class and had i had now a script with all these amazing words and i was like doing scenes with beautiful girls like yourself (laughs) and i was like this is what i've always been wanting to say i just didn't know how to say it so acting class was an amazing training ground for me to just start to learn how to communicate.
3: Mm -hmm. I
4: mean, yeah, really. Um, and get in touch with what really mattered to me. And that's why I advise anyone to jump into an acting class, especially if you're like in business or in sales, because what I talk about in agile artists is that we can get so stuck in our head, um, about being analytical about things and how to problem solve. And we just have to, you know, work harder, you know. It's a
0: numbers game.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, And what I talk about is that if you're not connected with your heart and your your gut, um, you're just never going to find your way because you need to be uh, mentally, intellectually, spiritually connected in order for something to feel right. And if one of those is off, then there's always going to be something that kind of is unsettled within you and that's why we talk about like if you're with someone and just didn't feel right yeah and it's like you because i've dated women and it's like they look beautiful and they've they fit the bill but and you're just hoping you're just like (laughs) why is what's missing you know um and so i talk about that in my book in terms of how to get really connected with what really matters to you and then once you identify that how to overcome the obstacles and the challenges um To fulfill on whatever it is that uh that you truly want in life
2: what was going on and like i always feel tanya always says like oh i want to write a book i'm going to write a book one day because she has a lot of uh stories about in her dating life and her career life and everything was there a point at some point in your career or relationship or whatever where you were like i need to get i need to write this down
4: not necessarily. Uh I, the idea of writing a book was never even on my radar because I just it to sit down and write. I've tried to write screenplays before and mm-hmm. I'll get into like page 30 and then I'll just be like, I don't know where this is going, I don't know where this is going to yeah. end. Um but I recently moved back to Chicago last year and uh ran and was speaking at uh, an entrepreneurial Kind of real estate conference, and this book publisher came up to me afterwards, and she was like, "You've got a really interesting story. Have you ever thought about writing a book?" I was like, "Hell no! I don't. I don't even know the first thing to do." So, um, and I'll have to inter- introduce you to my book publisher because she's really sweet, and sounds like you'd uh, you'd be able to. Uh, I'm sure you have like a ton of stories. She probably, a, you, she probably yeah. has the book already <laughs> yeah. written.
0: It's just one of those things where like. I share so many of my stories on the air and everyone's like, you need to write these things down. And I'm like, even if it doesn't publish or go anywhere, like I want to have a book to share with my kids someday to be like, look at what like your mom did. (laughs) Like, do you know what I went through and said? Yeah. Yeah. I
4: mean, wow, (laughs) truly. So what my publisher said, she was like, well, look, um, think about, let's do like five to seven chapters. So think about the, 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 biggest five to seven things that have happened in your life that have left that mark on you that you feel like you could flesh out into a chapter. So I wrote down the seven major events in my life. Um, one of them being that model search thing that kind of got me into Europe and then into the acting thing. And then I talk about the world trade center experience because I lived across the street from that. And so when I woke up one morning and saw people hanging out the tops of those towers, um, I'd been in New York for four years and I'd been studying acting and I'd thought about, doing it professionally but I, I mean when you go to see Top Gun and all these other movies that you think like how the, the idea of going to Hollywood I didn't know anyone out here I didn't know like that was but going to acting class I just fell in love with it so it was I I, I knew that that's what I wanted to do I just didn't think it was possible yeah. until that day on 9-11 when those planes hit those towers my life changed completely because at at that moment, I kind of realized everything was put into perspective very intensely in, in, the, in the sense that um, seeing those people trapped up in those windows and then starting to see them jump was horrible. I mean, it was the most horrendous thing anyone could ever witness. And once the first tower came down and I was running down the street and people were screaming and it was just, I couldn't get back to my apartment for two weeks. And once I got back in there... It looked like a bomb had blown up inside my, my apartment. And I mean, it was debris and glass and metal beams and a national guard soldier guy said, you have 10 minutes to throw whatever you can throw into a suitcase and get out of here. And so I, I didn't have a home and I'd been thinking about going out to Hollywood to pursue my dream of being an actor. Wow. Um, and up until that moment, I thought about those people up in the, the top of those towers. Like if you, they had a second chance at life, mm-hmm. And there was something that they had thought about doing, like writing a book or even just telling their wife that they love them one last time. I guarantee you they would have done it and they wouldn't have listened to all the negative criticism or the voice in your head that says, like, who do you think you are? You know, you're nobody. And because we all have that inner critic that can destroy us.
0: Imposter syndrome. What's it called? Imposter syndrome.
4: Imposter syndrome. Mm Okay. I'm not good enough. That's the first time I've. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So in Agile Artist, I talk about how to I- identify all those negative thoughts. And I talk about how our brains just evolutionarily are designed to protect us. Um, they're not designed to encourage us to get out of our comfort zone and pursue our dreams. So by recognizing that that's just biologically how our brains work. And it's almost like the matrix where you kind of have to pull your mm-hmm. thoughts outside of the physical, chemical, hormonal thoughts that your brain just naturally does. And right, And what I did was I wrote down, okay, what do I want to accomplish? And just seeing it down there on paper and getting it out of my head, mm-hmm. um, I was then able to say, okay, look, I, there's nothing that's going to stop me now because if I was on the top of those towers, I would have been like, you know what, please, God, just give me one more chance. I will do anything. Mm-hmm. And so it put things into a perspective where I came out here um, started booking a few little jobs here and there. And then three years later, I ended up booking a job on all my children. Soap opera yeah. where I played the transplanted unaborted fetus of Erica Cain. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a great three years. Um,
0: you were on it for three years. I was
4: on it for three years okay. and I was like, wow, amazing. I'd been, and that's st-
0: like a steady gig. Like people oh, yeah. are uh-huh. stoked. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: And a lot of people are like, what are you, gonna, what are you doing? To a soap opera? I'm like, you try getting on a soap opera, you <laughs> yeah. know, like you try just getting any acting job. It's insane. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I've done the statistic, like just right, write, writing the book. I realized I've gone on over about roughly 2000 auditions in my 20 year acting career. And if you go on my IMDB page, I have like roughly like 40 credits and, you know, I've worked with Sylvester Stallone, my boyhood idol and Kate Hudson and mm-hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt. And I go to all these like parties and, and people are like, oh my God, you've, you've made it, you're successful. But the statistics are I'm successful 2% of the time. Right. So I face 98% of the time I'm rejected. Mm-hmm. And so I talk about an Agile artist how, how can you overcome all that rejection or how, how do you live with that much rejection and keep mm-hmm. moving forward? And that's why when you go to Starbucks here in Los Angeles... You see so many actors just like a shell of themselves because they're like, I'm horrible. I I didn't get the job, you know, and um, it's, it's tough. Um, And so I talk about how to reframe rejection and, and setbacks into more of an empowering context to be able to then just keep going. And it really comes down to how hungry are you? Mm -hmm. What are you willing to sacrifice? Because to go after anything in life, you have to sacrifice something. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily how much, how exciting or how much you want something. It's how much you're willing to put up with in order to get there. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like, oh, I want to be an actor. I want to be so-and-so. Well, are you willing and are you uh, equipped with the tools to be able to deal with all the negativity and the setback and the challenges that are going to Help you be successful.
2: I feel like people are ready for the yeses, but they're not prepared for the no's No hell no. You know, like people only see like, oh my gosh, I'm. They see the bright lights, and they're not ready for. Right. I mean, you talk to every actor out there, and they say the amount of rejection versus versus the amount oh, yeah. of like the jobs that I get, yeah, is shocking.
4: <laughs> yeah. So the statistics are: there's about 160,000 Screen Actor Guild members. And at any given point, only 5% are working and only 3% are actually doing it consistently. So the, uh, I mean, this is not the best business to get into (laughs) if you're looking for (laughs) long-term security, you know, but for me, it's like when I wake up in the morning, I like even just going to, um, like working on any of the TV, like movies, TV, like every morning I would wake up and like, ah, I love this. I I'm, I'm nervous and I'm excited. And Uh But I still like to this day, 20 years later, whenever I book a job, I'm like, woo! like it's it's just there. It's in. And you'll talk to I listen to a lot of just different actors and um, people who are successful in whatever they do. And they always say, uh, I'm sure you hear this, too. If it doesn't scare you, then it's not worth doing. Yeah. You know,
0: What's to your quote, Tanya? If it doesn't, if it doesn't challenge you, it? it doesn't change you.
4: There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about earlier, you know, it's it's so easy to stay in our comfort zone mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I could never do that. Or, but I'm going to help you write your book.
2: I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell everyone where they can get the book? I know it says available on Amazon. Is yep. that?
4: Amazon.com okay. right now. And uh, 10% of the proceeds actually go towards uh, I'm helping build a community center in the South side of Chicago. Uh, a lot of the schools in, in the South side have had budgets uh, cuts. Mm-hmm. So like athletics and arts and music, it, these kids just don't have those type of outlets to be creative. And there's a guy down in the South side of Chicago who uh, started a, uh, a nonprofit called Art on the Loose, where he teaches kids, um, exposes them to careers in art and creativity. So graphic design and um, uh, writing, drawing, painting, anything creative. And they've been looking for a permanent headquarters and I identified a building down there. So like I said, 10% of the proceeds of the book go towards um, helping establish this community center. And so everyone who buys a book, you are contributing to the lives of so many people.
2: Um, And then where can people follow you on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter,
4: on Instagram, at Colin Egglesfield. Twitter okay. is at C Egglesfield.
0: Oh, changing it up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Keep
0: them on their toes. Yeah, I
4: started out with Twitter, and then I, when I jumped over to Instagram, I was like, yeah, I think I should put my full name. Yeah. So um, <laughs> You got in there while Yeah, you <laughs> exactly. And then I also, uh, we just started uh, an Agile Artist Community Facebook page. Awesome. So cool. what I talk about in the book as well is that you, you can't do things on your own, and Growing up, I always felt like, well, I'm a guy. I can do it, you know, I, I don't need anyone's help. Um, but when I was diagnosed with cancer, I realized that uh, I just couldn't get through this on my own. I knew I needed to get some help with regards to how to just keep going to my radiation treatments and how to just get through it all. Um, every month I had uh, to go to Sloan Kettering Hospital for my checkups. And it literally felt like, I was a ticking time bomb because I was like, are they going to find something this time? Yeah. Because I had cancer. Um, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer six months after booking all my children. Oh my God. So I was on my dream job and, you know, I was like my first steady acting job and six months later, boom. And with testicular cancer, that's a pretty sensitive personal topic. So I don't want anyone to know, you know? And so I, I hit it and had the first surgery and, no one knew about it, and then it, um, I went through radiation treatment. And My third week of radiation treatment, um, for those of you who don't know what that feels like, it's like you go into the hospital five days a week, um, or to the, the radiology uh, clinic, and they zap you with, nothing touches you, it's like literally for five seconds on the front, five seconds on the back, and then you leave, and like an hour later, you just feel like you want to vomit and throw up, and you have a fever, and you just feel sick. And I was doing that and then going to all my children and, and having to do these scenes with my shirt off and being like, Aww. Donna, I love you. <clears throat> Excuse me, I need to like vomit. You know, so at, at a certain point, my director could tell that there was something I was, something was up. and I didn't want him to think I was like out partying the night before yeah, I was right. hungover. And uh, you know, he's like, are you, are you all right? You don't seem like you're, you're so, um, so good. And I, and I just finally, I looked up at him and I was just like on the verge of tears. And I was just like, I can't hide this anymore i need Mm -hmm. to tell you that i'm going through radiation treatment for cancer and he's like are you crazy like why didn't you tell us and what i realized is that once you share something your community shows up to support Mm -hmm. you and they gave me time off to finish my radiation treatment and um and it just uh it made me realize that when you ask for help as long as, yeah, it, it shows up in, in some amazing ways. And that's why I feel like now's the time to kind of give back and share what I've learned through all of this. So in hopes of helping someone else who's going through it, because what helped me get through my cancer experience too, was, um, I read Lance Armstrong's book about mm-hmm. how he got through all of it. And hopefully with, you know, someone going through the same thing, cause I do a lot of charity work with St. Jude's children's mm-hmm. hospital and Children's Hospital Los Angeles, I do the Malibu Triathlon every year and the South Beach Triathlon with St. Jude's Hospital. So I I meet a lot of these kids and families who are going through what I went through and knowing that someone else has gone through it um, just makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. I I talk about a little segment in my book where I was going to Sloan Kettering for my checkups and um, a year after my first diagnosis, I was diagnosed a second time, so I'd have a, have a second surgery, and at that point, you know that happens only five percent of the time. So I'm in a high risk category, and so at this point, I, I, my world was flipping upside down. I was like, literally, am I going to die? Yeah. Um, and I left Sloan Kettering one um, after my second diagnosis, and this is one of these miraculous things. This cab pulls up, and I, you know, I hailed him down, got in the taxi, and it was this Russian guy and he looked at me through the rear view mirror and he could tell like, I don't know, just maybe I just had my head down or I was, uh, he goes, he asked me, you know, how I was doing. And normally I don't really like to chit chat, but at this moment I was just like, not good, man. And he's like, why? What's, what's wrong? And I said, uh, I, I gotta have another surgery. I, he's like, for what? I said, cancer. And he's like, I have cancer too. And I was like, really? He's like, he asked me what kind. I said testicular. And then uh, I'll never forget this because I looked at him through the rearview mirror and he just, at a stoplight, he looked at me and he just lasered into my eyes and he was just like, you're going to be okay. I mean, it was like, I don't know, an angel or mm-hmm. something that was put in that moment where I needed it. And It's those little moments that keep you going. And that's why I wrote this book too, because I want to make sure that people who are going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Have that support because it is scary. It is terrifying. And knowing that your community is there um, makes all the difference.
2: Wow. That's amazing. Tanya is emotional.
0: I am just because I just know like a lot of people that are going through that. Yep. So I'm sure your book's going to touch a lot of people. Yeah.
4: Thank you. Yeah, that's that's why I wrote it.
2: If you haven't already gotten onto amazon.com, get on there, <laughs> buy Agile Artist, and 10% will go to, what is the charity? It's
4: called Arts on the Loose. Arts
2: on the Loose, which is a um, community center that they're building in Chicago. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. You're amazing.
4: Thanks for having me.
2: Um, he is so cute.
0: He is. And so nice. So nice. I I'm felt like, like he wow. was like I felt like there was there were vibes. With me? Yeah. Are you on glue? No. Do you see what I look like right now? You look gorgeous. <laughs> I haven't showered. I haven't slept. I've never Your felt beauty worse. shines through. Oh wow. Thank you so much. That's very you sweet. didn't feel out at all? No. I quit. Remember?
2: Okay, but you can still feel things.
0: <laughs> That's true. He was. I really was taken aback by how amazing he is. Yeah, he's so. He's like
2: such a normal, good, like good, good looking guy looking good guy. <laughs> For sure.
0: Well, wow. Colin, Eggleston. are you good? Yeah, we're good. He got you emotional there. Yeah. Well, you know, I have like. I think it just. I have such a soft spot with cancer mm-hmm. that. I can't even like s- people that go through that mm-hmm. are really just a different human.
2: Oh yeah, a
0: different kind of human.
2: Yeah, it's it's such a powerful testimony. So yeah, um, he's awesome. Would I would suggest maybe giving him a follow on Instagram after this? <laughs> okay, I will. Do, okay, I will do that. But in a I quit way. Yeah, like I follow <laughs> you, but. I follow you because you are great to have on the podcast. You're you're a great human. You're a great human. Yeah. Yeah. Switching gears. Let's take a quick break.
1: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. Culture, style, and education together. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more.
2: You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it?
0: It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured.
2: Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten.
0: And the best part? Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cash back rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly.
2: Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back.
0: Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're selling online and getting your orders out can be like a real pain. That's why you need shipstation.com. It's the fastest, easiest and most affordable way to manage your ship uh Manage and ship your orders. Uh, No matter where you're selling, whether it's Amazon, I know a lot of friends that have Etsy shops um, or your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. So ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. So you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer.
2: They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. So you'll always know that you're getting the best deal no wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. I feel like, even though I, ha- I feel like I have all the time in the world, I never feel like I have the time, especially living in LA, to wait in lines. Not to mention sitting in traffic, getting to
0: No. Some- have what? you seen those lines? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Those lines at the ship, like the places where you have to go to ship things, are gnarly. Well, ShipStation helps
2: save time and money um, and right now our scrubbing in listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use our promo code becca there's absolutely no risk you can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info that's rare
0: yeah they always try and get you they do you just visit shipstation.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in becca that's shipstation.com make ship happen that's shipstation.com and don't forget our promo code Becca. Becca.
2: all right so we got first of all i asked the facebook group for some questions um that they wanted answered and then we had an email that i wanted to read because i thought it was interesting um easton would you like to to be the email reader today? yes i would <clears throat>
1: <laughs> all right here we go this is from jill I'm sorry, Tanya, but I can't support your new I quit mantra. I've seen too many people taking on the mindset of I'll find it the moment I stop looking and five years, ten years later, they wonder why. Sometimes the I quit attitude works, but is that the exception or the rule? For me, finding my person took a lot of work. I treated it like a second job and it wasn't always fun. But like anything you really want, I was committed to giving the process the time and effort necessary. So finding your person is something you truly want, Tanya. Please don't quit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: jill <laughs> i like want to answer this i want to respond to this for you go as, ahead As like your representative What what do you think i would say because i think even you're a little hazy on what i quit means
0: <laughs> <laughs> like no 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 tanya
2: You were little because you say things that contradict themselves. Like you do and say things that contradict the I quit attitude.
0: No, I quit (laughs) means like I quit. Yes. Treating it like a second job, which I feel like I was doing. I quit doesn't mean I'm taking myself out of the game. Like I'm not
2: right. I think a lot of people think that it meant you were taking yourself out of the game saying no.
0: And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to say no, I'm not going to, I'm open to the possibilities, but not attached to, but not attached to the outcome. So like, basically like if someone was like, Oh, I want to set you up with somebody tomorrow. I'd be like, okay, cool. But I'm not actively pursuing people setting me up and like, you know what I mean? It's just, I'm taking a step back and kind of letting it happen. But I'm still like living my life. Like we know. Beck and I have been going out. We've been going you know, to places that we've never been before. And being more social. And just putting yeah. ourselves out there. But I'm not. So I'm not quitting in terms of like. I'm saying no to any guy that asks me out. I'm just quitting. Being. So persistent.
2: I, I think it's more like. It, there's been a time. Recently, I mean up until this point. Where she had this life-altering moment yeah
3: um, epiphany if you will
2: epiphany if you will um that like we would be around so anyone we met it, it was like do you have friends do you have any single friends right
0: or like if we met like a cool girl i'd be like do you have a brother yeah single like brother i
2: mean the way she started talking to mark Wahlberg was asking about his son <laughs> like that's like, really sums it up So I think it was like more of that mentality of like, I'm not putting so much effort into making this happen on my own. Right. If it comes to me, I will accept it, but I'm not going to like
0: seek it out. Which leads me to this, (laughs) like almost more justification of my, I quit epiphany. My pastor said something the other day that really struck me. And it was basically about forcing things if you're forcing something and how we oh people force relationships, people force jobs. Like I'm not getting the promotion. So they like for like, they force themselves into a new job and you forcing things is not living in faith. Truly. And it's like, God's been so faithful in my life. And like, he has been so faithful to me in every aspect. Mm -hmm. Why am I questioning him in this? Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been doing. I've been forcing all these things and I'm just, I'm just letting my faith take over. Proud of you. Thank you.
2: But yeah, I think that I think she thought that you were saying I quit to everything. Right. So Jill, right. just to let you know, Tanya has not actually quit
0: fully. She's Right. I'm not like Sans man. <laughs> no. <you're- laughs> no, you are San's man. Oh, yeah, I, I am Sans man. <laughs>
2: but you're okay with waiting until the right one shows up yeah and the possibility of saying yes to what comes to you rather than being like desperately seeking it out correct yeah like
1: like i mean she says treating it like a second job i think that's a little with all due respect jill i think that's a little aggressive um (laughs) back 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 in back in my dating days when i was a a young uh uh snapper yeah (laughs) cub on the prowl um Mm -hmm. i found that um i was when i was asking a lot of girls on dates a lot of them would say no, or, or we'd go out once they wouldn't want to go out again. And I was getting really frustrated and I was like, oh, I'm not trying hard enough. And then I realized once I took some steps back and I started like, not, fo- not so much like focusing on myself, but like trying new things that I was interested in, like going to new places or doing new things like, you know, spend time at the gym or like going out to do things. Uh, I found that you put, make yourself open to meeting new people and put new things entering your life and then these things kind of materialize and yeah i know i know a lot of people do that and then nothing happens but i i found that like you were saying uh, there there's an old phrase that I, I can't say on the air but um if you have to f- it's like a fart if you have to force it it's probably
2: oh, poop sh- yeah yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and that's, it's really gross but but it's true it's i think very, yeah.
2: it's very like it really paints the picture of
0: yeah
1: it's very yeah. crass but, but I don't know the the way I look at it is um i I like I quit, I
0: like it a lot, yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'm not I'm not living in a place of fear anymore. I just don't I'm stepping
2: into faith, I love it too, and I think it's amazing, and I think it's exactly what you needed to hear and for it to happen. I just feel like it wasn't exactly clear when you said I quit. I think a lot of people were like, well, I quit too. (laughs) And everyone's just sitting at home and saying no to dates and not doing things because they're like, well, Tanya quit, so I quit. So just to clear it up. Yeah. That's what I quit. If is. you get us
0: out on a date, I <laughs> yeah. would love for you to go, but just don't put so much pressure on it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. When you first started the "I quit" stuff, I really thought it was like I am giving up, and that that is it. Like I am done. And yeah. I, it took me a while to understand. Like, oh no, it's not. It's all just like I'm oh, giving no. up on everything. I'm no. done.
2: <laughs> I was having yeah. like respond to the Facebook group, be like, no, no, no. It's tiny not okay. what she means. <laughs> she's fine. It, well, she's not giving up forever. She's not in that headspace. No, no, no. Um. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, Speaking of, I had a a, a very emotional moment with my friend Jesse. I don't even know when that was, last week. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about, um, I don't know if it's after I took the Enneagram test, I think a lot makes sense about my personality type and being a nine. And I feel like I've always been very, I like want everyone to be, to get along. I don't want there to be any friction. I hate conflict. I hate confrontation. I want everyone to be proud of me. We talked about this, like make it like we were talking about this with uh, our friend Paulina and we were just saying like, it's a lot when you are this personality type and you want you want everyone to be pleased with you Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of pressure and it's all me like i've put it all on myself but um i was talking to my friend jesse and she was just asking about like how i was doing how my relationship with god was and i i cried so much that day i think just like like talking about it i guess i haven't talked about it in a long time and um she was like she said, she goes, you know how Tanya, like, you don't even have to know her and you can feel there's something about her that like radiates out of her. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And she was like, she was like, I want you to feel like, I want, that's how I feel about you. But I feel like you've, put everything into like your relationship and your friendships and like you have like wanted everyone else to shine and you have just like sat down and i was like i think i have but i think it's more been like what's my purpose like what am i doing and we talked about it a little bit like you were like i think you found your purpose like you're living your purpose but i think i in my head i'm like am i doing enough Like with what I've been given.
0: I just think that so and it's not just you I think so many people feel like they have like that a purpose in life is just this grandiose thing when in reality like everybody your purpose could be something even so minute you know it could just be being that person that's always smiling and happy Mm -hmm. and like for you I think the way that you live your life and the people that are in your life you are so special and like your heart is so generous and loving and kind. And I don't think you realize it because it just comes naturally to you. If that makes sense. But cause you don't see it from an outside perspective, but the way that you treat people and the way that, th- that you are to the people in your life is so like loving. And, and, and it hurts me that you don't see that about yourself, you know? And I think that is your purpose. Don't cry. No. Oh, <laughs> but it's it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful trait, and you don't see it about yourself, and that's what kills me. Because you you think like my purpose needs to be this, like I need to be I don't even know who the Dalai Lama or something. And I think you're putting so much pressure yeah. on yourself to have this I think gi- I do too. this gigantic thing. When it's like,
3: yeah,
2: you
0: have such a beautiful purpose, but you don't. I don't think like there's so many little things that you do for the people that you love that I don't even think you realize is so out of the ordinary I don't think you realize it because it's just a second nature to you I remember coming off The Bachelor
2: and um I tweeted something or said something that people like didn't like or they responded to in like a negative way and I was like freaking out about it and one of the producers I I texted him about it and he was like you don't have to be perfect like no one wants that like you don't you're putting all this like pressure on yourself. And I did it with the whole virginity thing. Like it became my identity. And I remember like having this moment of being like, have I let everyone down? Because that's not my like title anymore. And it was such a like sad moment of being like, have I not like, have I made this like promise that was supposed to be like to myself and to God about what other people think about me like strangers and it was like this really crazy moment for me to be like wow i've put this i've like made this my identity just because i wanted people to like approve of me or like me and i think i've done it my whole life and it's so sad because it's like i haven't been able to just like
0: live yeah hashtag just live (laughs) no but it's true yeah like i think and you've said this so many times about like your purpose and I'm like Becca, you are literally living in your purpose right now, and you. But I always feel so much, and you owe it. But I don't think that you realize what you. You don't realize the way that you treat people is so, special.
2: I guess I just always. I mean, I guess I never feel want to feel like complacent with what my impact is you know I always want to feel like oh I can do more I can be more you know I can I can do more with what I have which I think is healthy but I have to real I don't I don't want to live in a place of being like like just because I have like you said because I haven't found this like grand thing that I'm not doing anything totally so anyways that got more emotional than I expected
0: but really pulled it together (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's something that a lot of, you know, a lot of people, I think a lot of people live their lives to be, um, not, not like people pleasing, but they live their lives for other people Mm -hmm. and they aren't, they don't let themselves just be themselves. And I think it's, it's like sad. And I don't think you're the only person dealing with it. I think a lot of people deal with that. And I always think I need a little bit on the other side. You know what I mean? Like I need to reel it in just a tad because I don't know how to I'm just so overly open about my life that I think that I could maybe take it down (laughs) but I don't know how no because I'm just like
2: well it's just you it's just me and I think and part part of me struggles because I think this is it's like you know if you're um like you form a habit and it takes a while to like break that habit. Mm-hmm. This has been my whole life feeling this way. Mm-hmm. So it's not like all of a sudden one day I can just be like, I don't care anymore. I'm gonna like, you know, not worry so much about pleasing other people.
0: Yeah. But and it's
2: maybe just it does go
0: to back to I, I actually would be interested to see what like a therapist says about this because. You were saying that you were, you were the golden child, like you, every, you were the golden child in your family. Yeah. And I was the opposite of the golden <laughs> child. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't really do well in school. I was always crazy and out like loud and obnoxious uh-huh. and like a little bit of the left of center, you know? <laughs> so I never felt that pressure to be, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I never had that pressure because I just never did. I know. So I'm wondering if it kind of goes
2: 1000%. Yeah. I probably, I should have talked
0: to, maybe should talk to a the therapist. Yeah, it might not be a bad idea. Um, well, for those of you that suffer with their skin, we have the answer. It is BioClarity. Uh, it is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. It's that time of year that you kind of get back into healthier habits because what healthy eating does for your body, BioClarity does for your face. Uh, and so, with summer, you know everybody's using a lot of like extra oils. and you know I'm getting a rash on my legs from some sunscreen. So <laughs> it's really important to um to use these clean products on our faces. And since it's summer, the essentials routine, um it's for normal or dry skin, which I have. Um, it comes with everything you need to nurture, hydrate, and restore your skin. Um, it's a three-step regimen that is packed full of detoxifying and calming nutrients, antioxidants, and a super special ingredient, Floralux from plants that you can only find in BioClarity. Um, it's three steps: it's cleanse, restore, and hydrate. And I love, I love how with BioClarity you can tell that it's a clean product by the way that uh-huh. it smells.
2: Yeah, well, their products are 100% vegan, cruelty free, paraben free, sulfate free, and artificial fragrance free, and it's a 100% risk free money back guarantee. I just feel like like what we talk about all the time, what we're putting in our bodies, what you eat, you're so particular.
0: The tampons we're using,
2: it's like you should be using clean products for your yeah. face. I used to like love
0: products that had like you know all the the scents and like do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you just had the, the- the, all these scents on the stuff you put on your face. And now I like BioClarity because it's clean. There's no chemicals, it's just clean product. Yeah.
2: Well, get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com and right now for our listeners, you will save 40% on skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website, which is an incredible deal but you have to enter our code Becca at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get 40% off skincare routines, plus an additional 15% off everything on their website. When you use our code Becca at checkout one more time, that's bioclarity.com promo code Becca. Becca. Um, We're winding down today's episode, but we had some questions, like I said, that we wanted to answer. Did you listen? What? Did you find one? (laughs) Did I listen? (laughs) listen. (laughs) Have you been listening? (laughs) Um, I screenshotted a few. This one I'm going to ask you, which I only bring this up because I feel like a lot of our listeners are huge Bachelor fans. Okay. Among all the Bachelor World contestants, who would you consider dating, even if it were completely unlikely? Are you going to answer? Well, we're both going to answer. Oh,
0: I think of all the Bachelors. Oh, 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 like uh, just all the land from oh, past from seasons. 20, oh, 2075 seasons. If I had to pick somebody, who would I date? Yeah. Even if he's married? Yeah. Could be totally unlikely. Uh, Jason Mesnick. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're very S- Solid dude. Married Molly. Great family. I just feel like he's a solid dude.
2: Great answer.
0: Thank you so much.
2: Great answer
0: mine would be
2: (laughs) i didn't watch it before i was on it so i don't know a lot of like i only know like who i know from when i was on it oh i'm just trying to i'm going through my rolodex those called rolodex Mm
3: -hmm.
2: i mean i love ben higgins i just think he's like the best guy but I, I, he dumped me like, you know, it didn't work out, Everybody but I just like, you
0: guys, anytime I, any one of you says each other's name, they're like, Beca ben, Beca ben. I know, but I think it's so just here like, it goes. here it comes.
2: <laughs> He's very happy in a relationship. I'm very happy in a relationship. But I, I think out of all the guys that I know from the show, I just, I love him as a person. Um, I just thought this would be fun to answer because this is like a fun question. I'm going on a first date tomorrow. What are your tips for making first dates not super awkward? Because I seem to be the pro at awkward first dates.
3: So exciting.
0: Tips to not make it awkward. Well, I don't like awkward silence so oh, do you just like talk through all of it if i'm on a bad date and the guy doesn't know how to communicate it basically turns into an interview where i'm just oh my literally gosh, just interviewing him like yeah, where same. are you from do you have brothers and sisters what did you you know where uh when you grew up what was your favorite thing to watch on tv where'd you go to <laughs> yeah. college were you in a fraternity did you graduate what'd you graduate in oh what's your job tell me about your job what do you do monday through friday oh what do God. you do on the weekend i mean i could keep going okay yeah um I feel like that's semi-good
2: advice. Like maybe, you know, if if he's not a good communicator and not asking questions, you step up. But also like if it's that bad and that awkward and you're having to like take control, I would be like, all right, thanks for your time.
0: Wait, what's her name? Do you have her name?
2: Um, her name is, well, do we want to, sh- her
0: name's Arielle. Ariel. <laughs> I just have to tell you, you have to go into it with a positive attitude because all it takes is one good date and he could be the rest of your life it's so true so like he could be terrible and if it's awkward then you just have to have to see him again like whatever it's one night and you lose you lose whatever right but it could be amazing and this could be the start of something really great so like go into it thinking like this could be the start of something and if it's not whatever you're back to where you were today and if if it is, then that's so exciting. Okay, let's let's
2: let, let's give her some first date questions that aren't like where what did you watch on TV in high school, but mm-hmm. something like that are like good like four good questions that if she gets in a rut, it's a good conversation starter. I
0: like to know people's relationships with relationships with their family. I feel like that tells a lot. But what if it's like a sensitive
2: topic? If someone doesn't have a good relationship, that might not be like a first date combo. Oh, really? Yeah, I think if people have bad, re- you know, or if, like, maybe they've lost their parents or something, that's yeah. sometimes... I always go there on a
0: Friday. <laughs> um, I also like to find out their birthday, just to, like...
2: You could do, birth like, time. the... Well, no, you could do, like, the, like... What's if you're your into sign? the Zodiac thing, yeah. it's always a funny... Because even if you're not, it's still funny if they say, like, what they are, and you're like, well, I don't know anything about that. I just yeah,
0: <laughs> or, like, well, you can see what he orders to drink. I always find, like, dates like to talk about... Liquor that they drink weirdly. Guys are kind of into liquor, so if they order beer, like I don't know.
2: Yeah, but what do you think? Yeah. Gonna... Hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you do you think walk. asking about work on a first date is weird, or like asking what they do or Not what their job? Dro- okay, I I think I that's think a good one. That's
1: a big part of so many people's lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that's a that's fair.
0: Ask if they have pets. Yeah, I just like to see how people live their lives. You know, just to see if we're like compatible. Even well, you know.
2: It sounds like you get everything about them on the first date. You know, her. I
0: don't leave most stones unturned after a first date, to be honest. Because it's
2: like then you decide if you want to. Stay don't don't or. talk about your exes or any like past. No, Tanya, that's I like one oh one. You're not supposed to do it. Do
1: you do that? Tanya? Yeah.
2: All
0: right. I mean, I don't go into detail. For sure, not detail. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let let him bring that up
2: if he wants. I would not go into that.
0: If you
1: have any conspiracy theories, I would keep those oh, under yeah. wraps for the oh, first day. Wrap? Or yeah, you, can also, bring
0: yeah. you could also um, make it light and just be like, oh, have you heard about the Taylor Swift Scooter Braun drama? You know, like bring it into pop culture. Oh, I
2: see. Oh, yeah, pop culture is always good. Yeah, 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 But a guy probably is not like thrilled to talk about Taylor Swift. Uh, maybe ask about um, if you're into sports, like if he's into sports, that could be a good one. Um, like any like TV shows that you've really liked that you feel like would be something that mm-hmm. he could be
0: into. I feel I like we know. really gave her some. Salt I feel it.
2: it was like the worst questions ever. Nah, this
0: is good advice.
2: Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ariel, I hope you have the best first date ever, and I hope it's not awkward at all, and I hope that um, you just have a great
0: time, whether he's the one or not. Yeah. You know what I always tell myself? It just takes one. Just takes one. Just one. One person. That's right. That's all I need. Just one good one. It uh, might take a long time to find that one, but once you do,
2: that's it. Someone said, what happened in Becca's last relationship that makes her want to be so private? I totally respect it, but just curious as to what it was as uh, she was very public with Robert. I think that's really it because I was very public with Robert. Um, I think it's, it's interesting because I'm not, my relationship is not a secret, It's just private. Like everyone in my life knows, like everyone who's in my life knows. Um, But it's something that is mine and I feel very protective over it. Um, And I think there was a lot of, I felt so much pressure with the fact that my relationship with Robert was public because when it came time and I knew it was coming to an end, I was way I was so worried about like once again disappointing people making people like you know upset that we broke up who were like invested in our relationship and um I think I know it's a burden yeah and it's weird because um there's there are parts of keeping a relationship private that that's hard I was talking to Tanya earlier about this that it's like another um, added thing that I have to think about when I'm posting or doing stuff because you spend a lot of time with the person you're in a relationship with. So it, it is like a weird thing of having to um, be cautious of that. But it, I'm not, it's not necessarily, I'm not doing it to stay like secretive. I'm not doing it as like a game. I'm just protecting something that's very special to me. What?
0: I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't like to me. It seems like harder to do that. Yeah. But, but I get it because I don't have that perception of if this relationship ends, I don't feel pressure to like hurt people, let people down. Yeah. 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 But there's also
2: there's pros and cons because if it's public, I have to deal with other issues. You know, I have to deal with people having an, an opinion and people. And I, as we are, talking about I do care about that no matter how much I don't want to and keeping it private has its own but the only thing that about keeping it private is that I have a lot of people asking about it constantly but even if I shared it there would still be questions about something else you know so it's interesting but um I do think keeping the
0: identity of that person private is important Because not just in your case, I just think in general, because I remember when I was dating Dr. W and we gave too many specifics about what he did and what he looked like. And then people found him and they were commenting on his photos, like be good to Tanya and la la la. And so like, I didn't feel bad about that. So I think for me moving forward, I definitely want to make sure that like, that's why we came up with Red Starburst because it's just like, keep them very, just very vague. So I do get that. Oh, that's so you get it for sure. To a
2: very, you get an extent. Do you get it? Get it it to an
0: extent. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Thanks for. I do like. It's really nice that people care, and I felt like people were so kind when on the podcast when I said I was in love. Everyone was like so happy. So, So,
0: because who doesn't love love? (laughs) Who doesn't love love besides the Grinch?
1: And I think now he does. He enjoys love a little bit, right? After his adventure, yeah.
2: I wanted like a really juicy question because everyone really posts some like good stuff on the Facebook group. Oh wait, <laughs> okay, I th- this might be too
0: gross to talk oh, about.
2: Wow. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I know what you're gonna bring up—the
0: blowjob yeah. <laughs> thread. I think we should all give our tips, and since Easton is a guy, <laughs> oh my oh, gosh, gosh. <laughs> oh, is that, that too like much? Wrestled. Go.
2: What do you want to talk about? Should we like give our tips? <laughs> are what are your tips?
0: Are you gonna give one, or is it just gonna be me?
2: I just need to see like where you're going with it before I even say my tips. (laughs) (laughs) Tips and tricks
0: I have found putting things in your mouth, maybe we don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Such as such as mints or ice cubes of that nature tend to really amp things up. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true.
1: <laughs> I mean, that can enhance any experience. That's all I'm that's all
2: I want to say. Yeah. I've heard about the ice cube thing. Uh-huh. Um I I feel like you're one of my only friends who like actually not necessarily like enjoyed that doing that, but was definitely willing to do it more than most of my other friends that I talked to were in relationships. Right. But I don't I I like I was so communicative. I was like, just tell me like what do you like, what don't you like? Like
0: <laughs> so awkward.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel weird. Like because I because I think about who could listen and have an opinion. Where is it you don't? I know. It's weird.
0: a problem. It's really a problem. Where your yin is, my yang is. <laughs>
2: I will say, because I think the whole thing was about not gagging, right? Yeah. I had a per- I had someone who I dated, and he said he did not mind the gagging because it gave him an ego boost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I cannot. That is
2: foul. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it? Yes. Wait, what part's gross? All of it. No, like what, though? I don't gag. Is that weird? Like oh, You have no <gasps> gag reflex at all? Oh, and all the guys come flocking to
0: Tawny. <laughs> Hashtag, I quit, but guess what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that's what got you, though. What? Like, like that's what made you say that's foul. I just feel like there's not... Right? I was you know, like, I
2: felt that was pretty...
1: That, I, I did feel it was pretty... Timid? I, I don't want to say it's pretty tame, but also it's not like that egregious. Egregious,
2: that's yeah. a good word. I'm just saying, I was always like, oh my, I, I literally... Could barely go to the dentist when they put the things in your mouth to like do X-rays and stuff because it made me gag. I have like the most sensitive gag reflex, so I was always like, "This is, this is not ideal." Also,
1: never heard a dude say that out loud, because
2: yeah, like you like think that, but
1: (laughs) yeah, like,
2: but have you thought it?
1: Well, (laughs) no, no comment. (laughs) I'm just saying that I, I mean. (laughs) Every man <laughs> likes an ego boost, but I'm just—I've never seen that math equation done.
2: Right. So was he just trying to make me feel better? Is that what you're implying?
1: No. Do you uh, think
2: he was just very bold to admit just, what he? What I think he's, he's
1: being said. very bold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I admire his honesty.
2: Yeah, felt comfortable with me, I suppose. Yeah. We both well, just wanted the best for each other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> While we're on the topic, um, I finally got a wax. Oh, great! Yeah.
2: Tell us more or don't. I don't know. Did, well,
1: yeah, I want. To, I have a question. Did the waxing person could could they detect your like she handiwork?
0: Was like, your yeah, she's like your bikini line seems a little shorter than the rest. I was like, because I did my own work,
2: and not that great. As we were inspected no. in Hawaii, she was like, "Yeah, I really missed some spots." I really so did. <laughs> worked out that uh, that date didn't happen. Totally. <laughs>
0: Totally.
2: Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad everything's back in line. Yeah, everything's back just, in good shape. Yep. Tanya tune ups just in real. Oh yeah. Good, Tanya yeah. tune up. Mm-hmm. Tanya 2.0 tune up. Tanya 2.0. She's coming in hot. Fall, I love fall when you do these <laughs> things. Like out of nowhere, just like you make it up in your head and then you post it and then it's like, whoever, like me. I'm like, wait, what? What <laughs> are we?
0: Fall 2019. She's gonna be born. What?
1: <laughs> just, oh wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Do. <laughs> 3.0. <laughs> Why isn't it she born right now? Cuz she's being tuned up.
1: She's in beta testing she's right in now. In beta
0: testing right now. Yeah. Oh my. God. When's oh. considered fall? September.
1: Do you have a date or just a general season?
0: Just a season.
1: Okay. Are you going to have back to school? <laughs> we're back to school are you gonna have an event or something back
2: to school yeah like
1: a coming out party like a a debutante ball
2: like what i don't even get it it's like you make these things up to get a reaction out of me here she
0: comes tanya 2.0 what is she though you'll know when you see her you'll just know she's gonna have an aura the walk the walk has really been perfected she's gonna have a new strut New hair, a new walk. We already talked. Like no, no, my walk is like is like done. Like the the new walk, the new. Do you have a new walk right now? Yeah, I got it in 2018. It's got a little pep in the step. And you don't do that. Yes, I you do. You did it with the
2: one video, and Ethan did Shaggy, and that was like <laughs> the that was the last time
0: I saw either of those. Uh, that's not true. I walk next to you every day, and you never do. That. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I do. I have a bounce to my step. I do. If you think about it. Just wait till I home. We'll wait till walk home. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're gonna be over
2: exaggerating <laughs> it now. I feel like the wheels are falling off the I wagon. can
1: hear the pre orders coming in for Tanya 2.0 at this point,
2: right? Uh, well, well sh- not no, I don't even know. That really took a turn towards the end. It's getting late here, people. It's oh, approaching it's past my bedtime. It's 8.15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you for listening. We love you guys keep sending in good emails. I know y'all save a lot of them for the Facebook group and cuz everyone rallies together to give advice, but if you want, you know, specific advice from the experts here. <laughs> um, we're expert waiting for expertise. Yeah, it's scrubbing in at iheartmedia.com. Um I hope everyone has an amazing week this week. We missed you last week. Um, and you have anything to offer,
0: Tanya 1.0? <laughs> Yeah, and she's actually one point five. But uh <laughs> Um, I'm gonna miss you while you're gone. Don't know how I'm gonna pull through. I know. I'm not gonna see you for a week, so that's not ideal. I'll be home soon.
2: In I'm week. not I'll tell you what I'm not doing, and that's getting in the water. I'm so scared of sharks.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, was it g- galeophobia? Yeah. G- galeophobia?
2: I was looking I was looking up because I was just like getting I had chills just thinking about sharks sitting on my couch. Wow. Anyway. I've been ha- I read about that shark attack in the Bahamas and I've had like nightmares. Didn't you go in the ocean in Hawaii? Sure did. You'd- I'm proud of oh you. no, no. no. You didn't? No, I didn't. I mean, I went and like dipped my hair, yeah. but I no, It I was being But in um cool. for my birthday, we went and we went on a boat and then all of us got out and went snorkeling. Yeah. And I'll never do it again after what I've read. So, anyways um on that note we really went to a lot of places today but hope everyone has a great week um we love you so much we will see you next week or talk to you next you'll hear from us next week <laughs> you call time of death? oh this is gonna be tough
0: 20 2015
2: <laughs> what did we even talk about <laughs> like
0: Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
4: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride